Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Well, today I'm inside a coffee shop, and I thought we would talk about some verbs which you would use here. One of the main ones is to steam, because of course that's what they do with the milk, isn't it? They get a little metal jug of milk and they put it under a machine and it makes a noise and you can see the steam coming out of it. So the verb to steam would be very common. Another one, of course, is brew, because uh, as you know, we make coffee and tea, but some people like to use the word brew. And that's also a very popular idiom, you know? Oh, there's trouble brewing, for example. It's something that we say a lot, as tea is a very big part of our culture. And not only tea, but tea and coffee these days. As I've mentioned before, when I was a little boy, we didn't really have coffee shops here. We had tea rooms, and my grandparents were members of the anti-coffee league and they used to march through the streets protesting against the sale of coffee because they thought it was a drug. Now of course those days have all gone and I think those days had pretty much gone by the time I came along in the 1970s but there are still some people here who would be very against coffee particularly those from certain uh, Christian denominations, yes. So anyway, uh, I got up early this morning and I had to get my hair cut because those of you who've seen me, you probably know that uh, I only have hair on the sides. So I was beginning to look a little bit like Albert Einstein or you could say the grandfather from the TV show The Monsters. So I had to go to the barber and get my hair cut. And uh, these barbers were North African. As I've told you before, generally speaking, when you go to the barber here in the UK, you'll be lucky if you get someone who's completely English. Usually it's someone who has a mixture of blood in them, maybe half Mediterranean or half British. Uh, or completely North African, or Arab, or Turkish. So today I went to the barber on my streets, which has the North African people. And now I'm inside a coffee shop. So let me just continue telling you about coffee. So we just did the verb to steam. And the next verb is to pour. Of course, that's what they do with the milk. After they've steamed it, they pour it into, um, into the coffee, don't they, or into the coffee cup. We also pour tea. In fact, we pour any liquid. As well as um, pouring liquid, this is another idiom. When anyone is in any trouble or has some bad luck, we can say, oh, it never rains, but it pours. And to describe the weather, oh, it's pouring with rain today. Pouring with rain, not of rain.
Okay, so, oh, this is very common. I'm just uh, watching uh, people moving outside this coffee shop because I'm sitting next to the door and uh, it's quite alarming. I'll tell you why, because um, here everyone looks the same. My family have lived in this area for quite literally hundreds of years and therefore it's fairly normal to come face to face with someone who looks the same as I do but passing by the window or passing by the glass door was a woman who looked exactly like my mother and I'm thinking oh that's really scary uh, that woman looks exactly like my mother but my mother's been dead for many years now many people might see that as a superstition or as an omen for the future uh, but for me it's not because this thing happens <laughs> all the time i see people that look exactly the same as i do but we don't know who they are they may be cousins half cousins or maybe somewhere back in my family line uh, they they fit in somewhere in my genealogy so yeah a little bit um, worrying though when that happens when you come face to face with someone who is the double of uh, a relative it doesn't really concern me though because even if i did speak to the person within a few seconds probably uh, i would realize it only in the face do they look alike but not when you start talking to them but um, i was just distracted there the other reason why I'm quite distracted is because when I was at the bar bar, they said, do you want your ears and nose done? I said yes, expecting them to uh, simply shave them. But they actually lit these matches or flames, I don't know what they were, cooled them and then shoved them in my nose and the ears. A little bit painful, a little bit sore, <laughs> but, um, well, uh, uh, it worked. Um, but I can still feel them tingling. And uh, uh, that's also on my mind right now. Speaking of being on my mind, another thing I wanted to tell you today is about the pop group Boney M. Now, we all know Boney M. You would have to be living far, far away if you haven't heard of the pop group Boney M. They sang those lovely songs like Rasputin and uh, many others. Rivers of Babylon, Brown Girl, In the Ring. The list is endless. Anyway, the lead singer of Boney M, her name is Liz Mitchell. She's the one with the absolutely beautiful voice. Especially if you think of songs like Daddy Cool or Ma Baker. And uh, anyway, um, I've been reading that she's broken her arm. And the reason why she's broken her arm is because she crashed her car. But while she was telling this story, that she's broken her arm and crashed her car, uh, we discover from her words that um, her brother is actually in prison. Now, she's uh, 
a Caribbean woman. As I'm sure you know, if you know Bonnie M, it's basically a black group. So they're all, uh, I think, Afro-Caribbean. So Liz Mitchell, the one with the beautiful voice, she, um, uh, she tells us that she broke her arm driving her car, but she was going to visit her brother who's in prison when she crashed. And she says she thought she was going to die. Now, that story is a very interesting story, and thankfully she's not dead. But the other thing about this story is that her brother is in prison on terrorism charges. Yeah, it seems that he converted to another religion and he got involved in some kind of uh, serious uh, criminal activity involving terrorism and he's been placed in prison here which made headline news i mean he i think he tried to blow a place up to blow up of course is to destroy so he ended up in prison uh, and to think that's liz mitchell's brother we often say to think when we get surprised oh imagine oh to think you see so it's an expression that we often use to think or imagine like for example if let's just say as an example um i appear on skype one day during your english lesson dressed as mickey mouse <laughs> Yeah, or Little Red Riding Hoods. That would be funnier. Uh, you know, with a basket over my arm, distributing apples to little children. You could say, oh, imagine Teacher Joseph doing that. Or to think my English teacher did something like that. And there we are. So that's the story of Liz Mitchell and her brother. I can't remember his name. I think... Uh, he had changed it anyway. I think his Islamic name is Rashid. I don't remember. But anyway, a very interesting story about how uh, uh, she broke her arm. But I mean, her music is wonderful. I really like the music of Boney M. And it's very sad, of course, that they don't make music these days. Or maybe they still do. I know that Liz still sings. Uh, she's a really incredibly uh, wonderful woman, so a uh, very nice person. I just love her voice completely. Right, so getting back to these verbs uh, of the coffee shop. So we mentioned steam, and we also mentioned the verb to pour. And speaking of pour, I've heard a weather forecast for today that it's going to be pouring of rain later. And behind me... Uh, by the counter in this coffee shop, I can hear lots of people, lots of baristas pouring milk and pouring coffee for the customers. Now, uh, the other thing I need to do today is just to describe this coffee shop for you and to describe the view outside, just to give you a kind of idea of exactly where I am and what it sounds like and what it looks like and uh, let's do that now okay so basically um i'm in this coffee shop 
The color scheme is light brown and green. So all around me, I can see tables and chairs, which are brown. And I can also see the walls are brown. And so is the roof. Like many of these coffee shops, it's completely new and fabricated. Rather than making use of old buildings, this is more or less like a shed or some kind of fabricated building that's been designed purely uh, to accommodate a small coffee shop. Um, I'd say a shed, but it's also quite luxurious and incredibly modern looking. So it's not actually uh, in any way downtrodden. The roof is incredibly open. I mean, I can see the rafters, uh, which are nice, uh, attached to the rafters. So there isn't actually, you know, a proper ceiling. I'm just looking straight up at the wooden roof. And attached to it is a huge air conditioning system, pipes running along it, metal rafters, and of course, um, the fire alarm system. Uh, the air conditioning system is blowing out, uh, blowing out uh, hot air, and of course the speakers attached to these pipes running along the top, which are, uh, I think, metal. And these uh, speakers are broadcasting music, and I kind of get the feeling that this music is being broadcast centrally across all of their branches. I don't think it's local. And I say that because um, it's not radio, it's uh, something else. And I don't see any controls for it here at all. With these very large chains, everything is streamlined. Uh, on the walls, there's patterns, which are kind of meaningless, they look symmetrical. They may be associated with Native American India, sorry, Native American Indians from uh, North America and Canada. I don't know uh, that they are designed, but this is an American coffee chain, that is possible. Or they might just be modern art, it's, it's very hard to say. Um, because there's a lot of glass uh, around here, uh, I can see outside, and that's very, very grey in contrast to the bright light brown that I'm looking at, okay? So that's a general description of the interior, and then one side, basically, of this coffee shop is full of the, the baristas and coffee. Now, if I was in an exam, of course, I wouldn't be describing things that way. I would have to make sure that I'm using more than just the present tense. So I would have to be comparing and contrasting. This coffee shop reminds me of North America and the time I traveled there. I would also have to be talking about maybe an experience in the coffee shop. And unlike outside, for example, inside is comfortable unlike outside, which looks cold and grey, reminding me of perhaps some kind of a sea or ocean. Uh, some kind of sea or ocean scene where you would expect to see a little uh, 
uh, otter or penguin wandering along. Now, I'm nowhere near the beach, but uh, with the grey sky, I can see easily how I could be reminded of that scene. For me personally, I could say something like, the glass window reminds me of a scene from one of my favourite pop videos, uh, which is called On My Own by Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald. There's a scene in there where she's standing at the window uh, in a kind of uh, glass room looking out at everything around her. And that's what I'm reminded of, that song by Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald on my own. So you see, in an exam, these are the kind of things you want to bring in. Memories, uh, things that you've done in the past. You can't just idly describe things with the present tense. You need more. Um, uh, you also can bring in, you know, the past tense or the future. Uh, I will bring my grandmother here next time she visits. So there we are. Well, that's it from me for today. I think I've spoken for long enough. I hope you've enjoyed this and not been too distracted by the noises around me. Okay, so I'll see you all soon. Have a wonderful day. Bye.